one of those things. I guess it is, I said to her with some relief, because she was leaving, finally. But my relief turned out to be short-lived, because a second later, Lauren Moffat came into the store going, Mom, would you hurry up? I've been waiting for you forever. And I realized who I'd been talking to. Lauren, you'll know, Mrs. Moffat said to her daughter. How do I know the name Steph Landry? Maybe because she's the one who spilt that big red super big gulp on my white skirt in front of everyone that day in the sixth grade, Lauren replied with a snort. Mrs. Moffat flung a horrified look at me. Oh, dear, she said, which was when Lauren noticed me, standing behind the cash register. God, Mom, she said, giggling, as she pushed open the door to slip back out into the evening heat. Way to pull a Steph Landry. What's especially upsetting, if you think about it, is that Lauren and I, up until the end of fifth grade, had been friends. Not close friends, maybe. It's hard to be close friends with the most popular girl in school since she's got such a busy social calendar, but close enough that she'd been over to my house, and I'd been over to hers. Just once. Her mom had been away getting her nails done. Lauren's the one who coined the term, don't pull a Steph Landry, out of revenge. It's amazing how fast it caught on, too. Now, if anyone in school does anything remotely crack-headed or dorky, people are all, that was so Steph, or don't be such a Steph. And I'm the Steph they're talking about. Nice. I was just going to have to face the fact that, just like that red big gulp that wouldn't come out of Lauren's white denim skirt, even though my parents tried everything, and when nothing worked, finally went out and got her a brand new skirt, my name was going to be forever stained on people's memories, and not in a good way. Let's begin by determining your level of popularity or lack thereof. Ask yourself how others in your social sphere perceive you. Do they know who you are? If so, how do they treat you? Do they make rude remarks about you behind your back or to your face? Do they ignore you? Do others include you in their outings and activities? Judging by their behavior, you should be able to tell whether you are liked merely tolerated, or totally unpopular. If you are unpopular, it's time to take action. Yo, Crazy Top, what's the plot for this evening? This is how Jason has been greeting me lately, Crazy Top, which is annoying. Jason and Becca drifted into the store an hour after Lauren and Mrs. Moffat left. Jason leaned on the counter and helped himself to a chocolate truffle from the candy display. You eat that and you owe me 69 cents, I informed him. He dug a dollar out of his jeans and slapped it on the counter. Then he plucked another truffle from the jar and tossed it to Becca. Now you owe me 38 cents, I said to him. I'm good for it. How long until you can shake this cracker box? You know we close at nine, 
We've been closing at nine every night since this place opened. Uh, whatever you say, Crazy Top. He helped himself to another truffle. It's truly remarkable how much he can eat without getting fat. I have two of those truffles a day, and by the end of the month my jeans don't fit anymore. Jason and I were almost the exact same height and weight all through grade school and the first part of high school. And while he could beat me at chin-ups and anything involving throwing a ball, I regularly kicked his butt at leg wrestling. Then last summer he went off to Europe with his grandmother, and when he came back he was six inches taller. Also kind of hot. Not Mark Finley hot, of course. Mark Finley being the hottest guy at Bloomville High. But still, it's a very disturbing thing to realize that your best friend, if he's a guy, has got hot. But I can still beat him at least.